the great Stephen Menzies, the great Beaver Stephen Menzies, who's looking more like Phil Mickelson. Beaver, how are you, mate? Good, Joel. I've just um, come out for a walk this morning and beautiful golf course. Who are you playing with? Any, anyone notable? Well, actually, we're playing with um, yeah, a couple of boys, um, Sam and Luke Burgess. Right. Um, we're having a bit of a hit. Another, another mate, Julian Renard, from, um, from France. What a, what a great way to kick off the rugby league season. A beautiful day there. Who wins the golf today, by the way? Who's favourite? Um, oh, I think Luke. Luke Burgess, is, uh, he's, he's good. I don't think Sam's been playing too much. Um, and I haven't been playing at all. So it's, um, there might be lots of shots out here today. But a beautiful day. It's a little bit chilly, but um, looking forward to it. What are you playing off, Beaver, at the moment? Handicap I'm off 14, which yeah. is... Um, not too bad. I need them. I, I, I don't hit it very straight these days, so I need, uh, I need all the shots. Lots of us. Well, mate, listen, this podcast is going all over the world. It's very popular and they're tuning in. But many people will be saying, why the nickname Beaver? How did you come up with that? Or how did they get that? Um, I got it uh, when I first started playing rugby league, one of my first coaches. There was a show called Leave It to Beaver on, I'm sure you've <laughs> seen it. The American sitcom and I looked a little bit like Theodore Cleaver, like <laughs> Cleaver the, the, I said I had the freckles in my eyes and um, he just said, yeah, you look like Beaver and that, and that was it when I was about eight. I wonder if you knew Theodore Cleaver was going to have such a career, 180 tries. Can you believe that? No, look, it's, it's just one of those things and you, you play because I'm sure you know you play because you love it and you know, then you play another season another season and you just, you play the way you play and you end up, you look back and... Um, you know, you've been lucky enough to, uh, to score that many tries, but it's, you know, I'm sure you know if someone said, you play 100 first-grade games, you sort of say, oh, it's, yeah, I, I wish. If you could go back to a moment in time, all those games for Australia, for New South Wales, five grand finals, if you could go back to a moment in time in that great career, where would you go, Beef? Probably my last game for Manly, 2008 Grand Final. Um, I came on with about 12 minutes to go, or, uh, and I was on for 30 odd seconds and, and scored a try. I carried the ball, I reckon, <laughs> 20, 24 centimetres. It's the greatest try I've ever scored, and it's um, not my favourite try. So I'd, I'd go back to that moment. That was a great moment, and uh, Desi Hasler had the reins. And tell us about Desi. There's so many stories we hear, and I could just imagine. You know, he'd be wanting the control, but with this isolation, his players are away from him. What sort of anxiety has Des had in the last few months, you reckon? <laughs> well, De- Desi not being able to turn up to training. And I swear he sleeps three hours a night. He'd, be t- he'd turn up at 4.30 and um, he's going like a mad scientist going through his stats. And his numbers. So just not having training on would have been hard for Des. I, I feel for Christine, his poor wife, because he would have been driving her crazy. <laughs> Look, he, he's... He's very diligent. He's, um, you know, he's um, he's still got his first dollar, um, but he's uh, no look, look. He, he's amazing at what he's done. What he did with the boys last year was, um, you know, was exceptional. Yeah, you know, and they've grown and they've matured, and it's another good test from this year to see if they can they can come out and back up, you know, where they sort of put themselves last year. Why is he such a good coach, Des? Like he, success does follow him. He went to the Bulldogs, made it to a grand final, and they were nowhere really. Why is he so good, Des? I, I think they can win the comp move this year. Look, I, I just think that he he gets the best out of. He brings teams together. Um, 
rugby league is you can, you can have great individual players, but if you don't bond as a team, um, you you won't be successful. So I think he proved, yeah, he's proved for many years. But um, if you believe in each other, you believe what the coach says, and you're willing to to do what it takes um, for your mates on the field, then anything's achievable. And yeah, he does that very well. Um, yeah, he crunches lots of numbers. He's big on stats and things, but it really bonds the boys together and gets them. Um, you know, believing in each other, doing it for the, for each other, and that's um, yeah, that's one of his greatest skills, I think. Speaking about the dollar now, the rumor goes, and this rumor has been circling around for years and years and years. Super League war breaks out, and money's just been thrown at you, blokes. Anyway, the rumor goes that your mother was cleaning up your apartment or house and <laughs> finds an eighty thousand dollar check behind the fridge. Is this fact or fiction? No, it's a, it's it's fiction. There was a there was a twenty thousand dollar check. It was just stuck on the fridge. It, just, it wasn't behind the fridge. It was stuck on the fridge. So I just I haven't banked it yet. But no. I was I, I remember. What a time! Uh, yeah, yeah well, look, it was um, it was it was um, yeah, a bizarre time. But um, uh, it was a good for the game. It was a bad for the game. It's uh, two sides of that story. But um, yeah, it was. I think someone should write a book about the things that went on during that time because it would be an amazing book. Do you remember the, your first meeting about the big check and how that went down? Well, I, well, I went into a yeah. We all got sort of taken over um, in, in a bus by um, by the club, and we sort of went in, and I think um, who was in there. I, I can't remember who the yeah, you know, the officials in there, and they said if you play for Australia or New South Wales or city, country, or whatever, this is how much you got. And you know, I think I was twenty-three at the time wow. or something. They said, "Here's a check because you had played for Australia, so you get X." And I'm not going to complain or say anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll see you later. And then just and off I went. So it's um, yeah, just just bizarre times. And yeah, you know, some people went in and played one from the other and got a lot of cash because they you know, they didn't ARL or Super League, they just couldn't afford to to not sign players because you know the other the other side would have won. Tell me this, what have you been doing in isolation? They couldn't they couldn't not afford to sign players, but they couldn't afford to sign players. Yeah. Because it was costing so much money, but it, it was just it was crazy. Wow, wow. Tell me this isolation period, last dance, have you caught that fever at all? I certainly have. Um, it's yeah, look, it's been an amazing, an amazing series, and to think it's been sitting there for so long, um, it's. Um, I'm sure whoever had the footage is saying, "Can we, can we put it out this year? Can we put it out this year?" So, <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy, and it's you get a bit of a hangover at the end, just going, "Why, why didn't they just sign them all for one year? Like, <laughs> give, them a, give them a chance, right?" Like, yeah. It's, um, so you sort of. Yeah, it's not like you can say, "Well, let's come back and play." It was, it was too long ago, so it's um, yeah, it's been pretty amazing. He's uh, he just wanted to win at all costs, and whether you know whether it was ripping into his teammates, um, yeah, he he forced the best out of them. The um, I've been asked Beaver about you know who would you compare personalities to the old Tigers days, and you know I said clearly there's no Jordan because we didn't win anything. Um, <laughs> I was probably the nerdy Steve Kerr, but without his success, 
And we probably had a stack of Dennis Rodmans in the team. We had Rodmans coming out of our wazoo. You can't have too many Rodmans. You can't have one. You can't have too many. Well, we had plenty. And and when you had your success, maybe you had one. Hopper, was he the Rodman? Look, he probably was. He probably had a couple of less cuts and piercings. (laughs) Um, But it's it's interesting how the great coaches, I'm sure, do it on all different levels and how um, Phil Jackson... Understood Rodman, uh, and when he needed his time, he needed his time. And you know, some crazy things through the playoffs, he just goes to a, to the wrestling match. And um, but they knew, and every single player knew that they knew that when Dennis stood on that yeah. on that court, that he was going to give everything everything he, he could to the team. He he would do anything he needed to to do his job. So it's yeah, it's. It's an interesting way of looking at it, but you need to, yeah, as a coach, you need to be a man manager and get the best out of every player. And if that's you know, managing, them, managing them differently, as they did to Rodman, then you know, as long as you know you're going to get the best. If you turned up and didn't give 100%, then you, you, know, you couldn't give him that leeway. But it was, um, you know, it's good to see that um, yeah, he, he repaid them back as well. Wayne Pierce was good like that. We, we used to do the beep test. Remember the beep test? It was brutal. And he'd be watching my toes to make sure they hit the line. But then right next to me, Hopper's doing the beep test with the cricket bat. You know, like it, it was just... Uh, yeah. And the rumour goes as well with um, uh, Hopper that Bozo used to sit him up on a stack of chairs when he watched the video sessions. Is that true? Well, he fell asleep a couple of times <laughs> and he pulled his hat down and he'd be snoring and fell asleep. and. It, and here's another great skill of Bozo. He didn't didn't get angry at Hopper. He could have shouted and said, he do that again, I'm going to find you. Hopper would have got annoyed. And yeah, the team would have said, what's going on? We need Hopper. So he, he said, right, I'm going to get a seat for you next time. And it was right in the middle of the um, <clears throat> of the video room. And he's on like eight chairs. So he had to hold the wall to balance. If he went fell asleep, he'd fall off. We all laughed. Hopper never did it again. And it brought us closer together. And it's yeah. those types of... Yeah, different rules and different man management skills that um, that the great coaches have, and I'm sure there's yeah, there'll be thousands of stories about um, great coaches like I said, like that, uh, like Hopper with the cricket bat, just letting him letting him go. Yeah, he performed. He didn't like warming up, Hopper. He didn't want to warm up for two minutes. He just get out there and play. Um, mate, tell me uh, your great relationship with Cliffy. You still catch up with Cliff? I see Cliffy every now and then. Yeah, um, look, he, he's. Um, He's doing well. He's getting around, um, getting a little girl, getting a little bit older. But look, he's, uh, he's the greatest. Some people ask me who's the greatest you've ever played with, and I say Cliffy. He's um, just a magician of, uh, of ball playing, and uh, his talent um, yeah, allowed me to, to, to have the successes I did. I know you got a tee off coming up, mate. Have the boys arrived yet? Uh, I can't see them. Not not yet. Okay. Hey, listen. Uh... Who's your tip? I mean, you're probably going to say Manly. Do you genuinely believe they can win it? And uh, if they can, who would they play in the grand final, you reckon? Well, the Roosters are always going to be there or thereabouts. They've lost a couple, I know that at the moment. But um, you know, Trent Robinson is a, an amazing coach. They've got an amazing squad. And um, you know, I think you'd be brave to back against them. One Coming final. Hard to see. Righto. Uh, mate, before you go, the, the fans want to hear that. How did that all start, by the way? I don't, I don't, I don't know. That was when we were doing um, with the professor. And we were doing Fletch and Hindy. Yeah. And I can't. We're trying to. We, we've gone through it a couple of times trying to think back 
how that came about, but um, who cares, right? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Mate, hit them well today. Good to chat. <laughs>